Welcome to Alice's Magical Podcast, a podcast where I talk about books and all my favourite things. Alice's Magical Podcast, Chapter 2, Alice's Magical Author Time. And why is this episode called Alice's Magical Author Time? Because um, I've done it with an author on my podcast. You're recording an interview yeah. with an author on your podcast. Mm. So we're going to play that interview in a little bit, aren't we? Mm. And you're not very well at the moment, are you? No. What have you got wrong with you? I've got a little tiny cold. Little tiny cold, bit of a cough, haven't you? <laughs> so there might be a little bit of coughing in the interview, but not too much. Um, but what uh, what books have you read since we last recorded? I um, I read the not words. The I read the Cloud Horse Chronicles, Guardians of Magic, and Melia Fang and the Unicorn Lords. So. The Cloud Horse Chronicles and the Gar- uh, Guardians of Magic by Chris Riddell. What was that book about? Um, so it was about three children who were chosen to meet each other up in the woods and then talk about um, cloud horses because most of them were disappearing. What's a cloud horse? A cloud horse is that is a horse and and they live up in the clouds and they fly the wings. Okay, was it a good book? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what uh, I got some questions to ask you about the book. What does the little old lady? Who does the little old lady turn out to be? Old Goldilocks. What? She's old Goldilocks. Yeah. What, as in the three bears? Yeah. The very same? Yes. Unbelievable. What a twist. Um, and what cities do they go to? So, the first person we met was Sam, and he lived in Detroit. A little girl called Phoebe, and she lived in <coughs> Nightingale, and... Uh, another little girl called Rashima. <coughs> she lived in Beam, where <coughs> the houses were tree houses. Okay. Um, what did you think of this book? Yeah, it was really interesting, and there's actually a guide to giants. I see. The front cover says there's a free guide to giants inside. Mm. So, was that like a poster? No. Oh, okay. Uh, but you liked this book, did you? Mm. And have you read any of the other Cloud Horse Chronicle books? There is no other con- Cloud Horse Chronicle So, this is the first one, is it? Yeah. yeah. So, I bet that's going to be a series at some point. Yeah. But you like that one, yeah? And this one, I know, is definitely a series because I've seen you have other ones of these books. I've got the whole, I've got the whole selection of it. If they're going to make another one. Sorry, say that again. So, I've got the whole collection for now, but wow. I think they're going to make another book. 
Okay, so this one is called Amelia Fang and the Unicorn Lords by Laura Ellen Anderson. And f- for people that don't know, who is Amelia Fang? Amelia Fang is, is a little tiny vampire and she's very friendly. She's got lots of friends. Mm-hmm. And... And she's got a pet pumpkin called Squashy. A pet pumpkin called Squashy? Yeah. Uh-huh. This book sounds ridiculous. <laughs> um, and how many Amelia Fang books have you read so far? Two. This is the second one you've read, is it? Yeah. Okay. And how many have you got? Um, I don't know. I haven't counted them. About four or five. Okay. Yes. Okay. So this book's about unicorns. Mm. It's called the Unicorn Lords. What happens <coughs> with the unicorns in um, this book? Um, they meet one called Fabo, and then they meet up with Florence, and then um, Amelia tries to pretend to be one, but when she pretends to be a fairy, and then they think that... The Unicorn Lords are going to help them when they're not. Oh, so the Unicorn Lords aren't very nice? No. Were they real unicorns? No. Were they real unicorns? Not for real life, but in that book, yes. Okay, but they weren't very nice unicorns? No. Oh, that's a shame. So they went into jail. The unicorns went to jail? Yeah. (laughs) Of course they did. And, um, And did Amelia meet any new characters in this book? Yeah. Who did she meet? She met Tan. She met Tanji's mum because she, because he was loved when Tanji was born. That was one of her friends. Okay. Any other characters? Um, she met McSparkle. That's the person who helped him around, and Mc McShine, who was his brother. Yep. And she. Also met Sherry River that she might have seen before, and um, lots of other characters. Okay, and what did you think of this book? That's um, that's um, it was very interesting, and it, and it was very funny at this part because because it because. Gamaldi, that's one of her friends. That they were in a restaurant and he ate a little kind tiny cake. And when they were walking, um, his eyes were going round and round and round, and then he kept saying sugar, sugar, sugar. She had too much sugar, did she? No, he ate the cake, and then the whole cake. Yeah, and he yeah. took one bite in it, and then. And on the way back, he said, sugar, sugar, They had too much sugar. No, he had too much sugar. Yeah, he had too much sugar. Yeah. So, this book, it has pictures in it as well, doesn't it? Mm. So, you just show me some of those, which is great for me sitting here with you, but not great for the people listening to the podcast because they can't see the book. No. But, but yeah, so, uh, do you recommend this book? Yeah. Is it your favourite Amelia <coughs> fan book you've read so far? <coughs> Both of them was the best. You like both of them, so mm. okay, good. So those are the books that you've read 
um, since we last recorded. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um, we're now going to play the interview that you did with Beat- Beatrice Blue. Mm-hmm. So we will play that now. Mm-hmm. It's it's quite a long interview. You asked lots of questions. Yes. And it sounded like you had a really good time. Both of you did. You were a little bit nervous though, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, but you did you did a good job. Yeah. You did a good job. So we'll play the interview now, mm-hmm. and then Daddy's going to put in a magical sound effect now. And then the interview is going to play. And then, just like magic, you're going to hear another sound. And then we're going to come back. Wow. I know. That's how clever I am. <laughs> so, um, do you want to introduce the interview? Yes. Go on in. So, I am talking to Beatrice Blue, one of the authors I know. And we've been talking about her books. Bring. I'll make it more magical than that. Hello, this is Alice's Magical Podcast. Chapter 2, Alice's Magical Author Time. Today, I will be talking to a lovely author called Beatrice Blue. Hello, Beatrice. Hello, Alice. It's so nice to be here talking to you. So nice to meet you. I'm a bit nervous about this today, haven't you? Yes. I was not nervous on the first one. <laughs> well, me too, so it's all right. It's going to be great. <laughs> how do you, how do, uh, did you hear about Beatrice? How do we know Beatrice? Beatrice Blue has written one of my favourite books, Once Upon a Unicorn Horn. So we got that book last year, didn't we? Yeah. I really love this book. Yeah. Do you want to talk a bit about, about the book with Beatrice? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what do you want to ask Beatrice first? So, um, what was your favourite bit about writing Once Upon a Unicorn Horn, Beatrice? Um, so my favourite bit about writing it, I think, was uh, the moment when everything started to come together a little bit. So it started looking um, like a very cool story, and I was very looking forward to to sharing it with with everybody um but also the moment when uh, all the kids started getting it so I could see all the reactions kids like Alice really happy to be here talking to her to you <laughs> you really like this book don't you yeah and my favourite bit of it is when the little tiny horse tries to look in the ice cream you like the page where he's licking his lips, don't you? <laughs> he's really cute when he does that. <laughs> he has a good imagination. Delicious ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about when you was reading it and June was pretending that her treehouse was a castle? What did you say to me? That she has a good imagination. <laughs> yeah, she does. She loves playing. <laughs> you have a great imagination too, don't you, Alice? Mm. A lot. <laughs> I love that about you. <laughs> the only sad bit is when the horse looks very sad and he doesn't, and he can't fly like the others. Yeah, sad because he doesn't have a home, does he? No. Yeah, it's a sad moment. <laughs> I've heard it from actually. A bunch of children that they get really sad on that 
moment. Um, but I think that also it it it's a bit um, it gets better in the end after having that little sad bit, isn't it? Because then you see that actually really happy that he gets to the fly. Actually, I hope so. <laughs> What did you say to me about when her mum when she goes to her mummy and daddy? That they're really kind to them and then they try to make the little horse better. They try and help her find ways to make him happy, mm. don't they? And then we get to your favourite bit when she is licking her lips. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes um, the family can help so much, right? Sometimes asking for help is a bit hard for some kids it's for me it's actually really hard to ask for help um, but when I do especially with people that love you um, they can help so much and everything can be so much better right yeah. <laughs> it's always good to ask for help isn't it yeah so what what do you think is the best thing to draw with um you mean uh, materials or um, or characters or? What are you talking about? Do you think you're talking about pencils and pens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah pen. um, I really, really like pencil colours because um, they make that scratchy little noise on the paper and it's really nice. Um, and I also love um, anything that could be used with a brush because... It's very nice to pick the colours and just mix them up and be able to put it on a paper and mess up a bit and create super cool textures and colours and and all of that. But actually anything, I really love to paint with anything that I have around. Sometimes I've painted with coffee. (laughs) Um, So... Um, there's so many things that you could use. Sometimes I, one time I made ink out of berries and I used it. It was kind of purpley and it was very nice and it smelled actually really good at the beginning. Wow. <laughs> so I've also made watercolours with sand from from the sea um, and it was very dark, like dark brown. Hmm. So you can get pigments and colours from so many places. It's very nice to just make them and test that. That's very clever, isn't it? Yeah. You can get pigments from nature, can't you, to draw with? Yeah. That sounds lovely. If we meet one day, maybe I can show you and I can teach you how to make it. It'd be fun. I would love to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, it's a date then. How did you decide this was going to be the way to draw? I guess it changes. And um, from when I started until now, the way I I draw and I paint is so different. And I am sure it will be different in the future as well. Because the way I paint right now is just um, testings and... uh, things that I like to do at the moment but as I grow and as I as I grow up I I change um, and I learn new things so all these new things that I learn make me paint differently Um, but basically everything that I paint is a choice um, like everything 
that I, that we do. So um, the choices change us the more that we grow up, I think. So it's kind of beautiful that way, I think. Awesome. Mm. You, really, you really want to know this answer, don't you? Yeah. Does the little horse have a name? <laughs> no, he doesn't, actually. Um, what would you name him? Oh, that's a big question. I <laughs> know <laughs> <Hello>, his name. <laughs> you have to think of a really good one now, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, you can name him. It doesn't have to be now. And you can tell me. And I, I would be happy to know. <laughs> you have to have a little think on that, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> right, so you've got some other questions for Bitches, mm-hmm. haven't you, that you've been that you've thought about. So do you want to go ahead and ask your questions? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is the best thing about being an author? Getting to meet kids like you. <laughs> 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 yep, absolutely. No doubt about that. Whenever I get um any any review or any um comments or photos of kids holding the book and them being happy about it it, it's the best thing and it makes me want to write just so many (laughs) that's nice isn't it do you like writing stories they're still illustrating them i think i like both i couldn't choose um Sometimes I like writing more. Sometimes I like illustrating more. Um, so I think, I think the the that I am actually um, capable of doing both at the same time. It, for me, it's like a treasure um, to be able to tell the stories in both in the paintings and in in words. It's actually pretty great. <laughs> Sometimes when you're coming up with a character, do you already envision? what they will look like to be able to draw them I think so yeah to me um, everything I write it already has an image in my head in a way Uh, so I'm imagining it at the same time that I'm writing so um, it was actually kind of hard to me to learn how to how to exactly draw the thing that I was imagining imagining um, because it felt really really complicated in my head um but the more I learn, uh, the better I think I can show in images what I'm actually thinking about. Mm. So I think it's great to be able to merge that. Do you think it's very special because the T-shirt has all the stars on it? <laughs> yeah. I wish I had that T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> maybe one might, day. Maybe you want to go as June to World Book Day, don't you? Yeah. Try and find a T-shirt or stuff. Because yeah, June, she's got a very, very individual style, hasn't she? Mm. She looks lovely, doesn't she? Mm. Yeah. So Beatrice <laughs> is saying that she has her in her mind when she's drawing and when she's writing so then she can put her down on paper. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I like to make the characters look like um, they have a lot to tell, just like any any kid in the world. And uh, I'm, I want to make the the viewer, whoever sees June or any other of my characters, I want them to take a second and try to think, oh, what do they have to tell? And it's just like 
a way to to say that any any kid has um infinite amount of uh, imaginations and and things to to say and we should we should listen to it like an magical bit the mandal works when it's the front cover of once upon a unicorn horn <laughs> yeah yeah on the dragon one it would be it will be um golden foil and it will also have bits of magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alice's face is a shock at the moment. <laughs> I can't wait for her to see it. If I could, I would just send one to her right now. <laughs> what is the best idea you have for a book? Mm, it's actually on, it's unreleased. It's something that I haven't published yet. And no one has ever seen uh, it's a book I wrote for Danny which is my husband now um, and we live together and when when we met I wrote him a story and it has a bit of text so it's it's a bigger story it's more like a Peter Pan sort of story that big um, so maybe in the future I will I will try to publish like short stories or something like that in a compilation and maybe maybe I'll publish that there or maybe I'll make it shorter and make it a picture but we'll see <laughs> but can't wait to, to share it with you one day well, that sounds very interesting mm-hmm. it's called Janus Janus hmm. mm-hmm. does that name have other meaning in different countries or is it just the name it's just a name, but I put it as the main character in the book. Mm. Yeah. Is the main character in Wonder? Um, no. 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 Oh, it sounds really it's secret. A... It's not even my it's um it's a man and it's an older man. Mm. It's it's more adult story, but mm. um, but mm. very magical as well. <laughs> Have you lived in and what is your favourite is your favourite? The favourite country. Oof, that's hard. I have lived um for longer t- periods in four countries than I have travelled for short like months to, to different ones. But for long for long periods I've lived in four and I think my favorite one so far was probably Canada because um, the snow was so amazing and the cold was so cold <laughs> and the people were so nice and it made me write so many stories. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think Canada so far. Was that where you found the little flower? No, actually, the little flower was found in Switzerland. Switzerland, that's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in the high, high mountains of Switzerland. What countries are your books published in? Um, I think it's published in, at least the unicorn one is published in, uh, in German, in Greek. Well, that's languages, not countries, but I think... The language uh, sometimes uh, is in different countries. So I know the languages are German, Greek, uh, Spanish, Catalan, Galician, Cat- 
uh, I already said Catalan, Portuguese, French, Canadian French, American English, uh, the UK English, which is the one I wrote, and then um, Australia. Wow, that um, is a lot of countries. <laughs> it is a lot of countries. I can't believe it because it hasn't been a year yet. <laughs> so it's it's very great. <laughs> I'm very happy. And uh, the Dragon One will be will be published in March in three languages. Uh, so usually, when when they publish them, at least for the first ones, it's just in one country, and then they translate it. Um, but for the second book, it's it's going to be already in three languages at the same time: in French, in Spanish, and in English, I believe. So that's great. Hey, March, we're gonna get in the match. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> How did you become an author and an illustrator? Mm, so, when I was younger, I was painting big, big paintings, like um, like realistic things, like things that look like real life stuff so less from the imagination and uh, one day a few years ago I thought well I've always liked to tell stories and it's it's harder for me if I keep painting things from from life so that look realistic so I want to take more of my imagination and put it on, on my stories and tell that to both adults and children um, so I started working really hard and then one day I met some lovely people from an agency and a publisher that wanted to publish my stories and they asked me for a unicorn book and I wrote a different unicorn book that people would expect and it was mm. it was a really nice thing to do and that started, um, that was the start of everything actually. The, I think yeah. that's why... Once Upon a Unicorn Horn really, that's why you really like it, isn't it? Because it's not like all the other unicorn books, is it? No. We've got lots of unicorn books, but this one, she's not a girly girl, is she? She's a, she's a bit like you, imaginative. <laughs> and then they help the little horse, you don't know. Mm-hmm. I, think that that's what, I think that's why you really like this one, because it's just so different from all the... Other unicorn books. Yeah, it's very, very different. Mm-hmm. That makes me really happy because it was one of the main things. Because um, uh, I think the first time um, the the agency asked me if I had any any stories, uh, one of the publishers was interested on a on a unicorn drawing that I had done, and they wanted me to do a unicorn book that was all all sprinkly and like uh, you know typical unicorn. And I I wrote June. I, I wrote. It was going to be called June and Unicorn at the beginning, and uh, and they said, "Oh, that that's not really what we expected." And uh, I just stuck to it because I I just didn't want that typical unicorny thing. And then uh, Quarto Books came to me and uh, they decided to to go with it. So I'm really grateful that we got to do this book because of that. I've always been a little bit different. Uh, in the same way that you were saying uh, you are, Alice. Um, so it's just, I, I never really could wear all these like uh, 
I don't know, like girly girly things or boy boyish things. I, I just don't like that. Uh, just for the fact for the fact that they're called like that or labeled like that. I just wanted to wear whatever I wanted to wear or be or play with whatever I wanted to play. It's about playing and about having fun, not about how or who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is exactly what I wanted to show in the story that a kid uh, has fun and a kid goes to a struggle and a kid solves it. And uh, um, it's what it is. It's about the friendship and about um, the love and about asking for help. And it's not about a girly or boyish unicorn book. It's just it's just not it. So um, it's really wonderful. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice that you're saying that to me. Thank you. <laughs> I love all the magical creatures. And what is your favourite magical creature? Mm, that is hard. Um, <laughs> so I've written about the unicorn and I've written about the dragon. Um, but I think my favourite one would be the phoenix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about yours? Um, all of them. <laughs> it's really hard to pick, that's right. <laughs> well, maybe I'll just have to keep writing about all of the magical creatures forever in my life. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. You gave me the idea, Alice. I shouldn't quit this this series of books. <laughs> no, just keep making loads of magical creatures, yeah? <laughs> what do you think could be Beatrice's next one after the dragon if it's not going to be a phoenix what one could it be it could be about a narwhal or a mermaid oh what a narwhal yeah it's, although narwhals are real they're definitely magical aren't they yes because <laughs> they were actually unicorns yeah that's what they mm-hmm. come from the unicorns of the sea aren't they yeah and mermaids nice. what about um Cornish pixies, we like them, don't we? Oh, yeah. When we go to Cornwall, Alice is always looking out for Cornish pixies. Yeah, that's like the one you sent me, you're so beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am writing a third one right now. Um, and it is about one of those creatures that you say, but I can't tell which one yet. That's a that's a big, big bit of news, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it is exciting and it will be different just like unicorn and dragon different than what we expect wow (laughs) (laughs) you're the best Alice (laughs) you make me want to just write or paint all day long just for you (laughs) If you were a unicorn, what flavor ice cream would you ha- like to be in your ice cream cone? Ooh, cone? that is hard because I like all ice creams. What would you like? Um, <laughs> what would your favorite ice cream be? I like a rainbow color ice cream, but all it tasted like was chocolate because that's the only ice cream I like. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> It looks like chocolate flavoured, but looks like a rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> Is that even possible? <laughs> I mean, I wish, right? Mm. <laughs> um, I think mine would be probably vanilla. Yeah. 
Mm. A bit boring, but very nice vanilla. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Maybe strawberry. I don't know. <laughs> it's very hard to pick. <laughs> too many flavors. <laughs> yes. Especially now, they have all these flavors. When I was younger, little girl, there was only like 20 the most. And now there's all these flavors. It's so great. It's a chocolate monster, aren't you? <laughs> yes, it's the best. All around the mouth, yay. <laughs> so I you, don't you get a chocolate moustache? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's the perfect part. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit of your new book? About dragon? Please. Mm. Well, um, I can tell you it's not the typical dragon, as you would probably know. Um, the story is about the dragon and two kids. The kids are called Freya and Silas, and they live in a town that is by a mountain. And in the mountain, there lives a very, very, very evil dragon. But actually, no one has ever seen that dragon. They just know he's evil because they just know it. They've read it on books and they've heard it around. So nobody actually had ever seen the dragon. And one day, there's this huge, huge storm and everybody thinks that the dragon made the huge storm so that they're cold. And these two kids, Freya and Silas, decide to go to the mountain to tell that big dragon what's what. Mm. And they get to the cave and they see something. And that something is really different to what they expected. And that creates how dragons got their fire. And you can see it very soon. <laughs> Is it, is it a mountain in Switzerland? Mm, it could be, actually. Um, I think mm-hmm. when I painted it, it was like Switzerland mixed with an Italian landscape <laughs> in my head. So do, when, because um, we were lucky enough to see the cover, wasn't we, of the book on Beatrice's Instagram. What did you tell me you thought the dragon and his friends were going to be up to? Um, On big adventures. Oh, big adventure, yeah. You thought he was going to be magical, didn't you, you said? Well, it is going to be very magical, very magical. And they will go on adventures, and you know what? There will there there will be in the book. Mm-hmm. No, lots and lots and lots of books. Because mm-hmm. Freya and Silas love reading, and you'll see. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and oh there's God. also a secret little thing in the book that you'll see. There's a giant. But don't tell anybody, even though this is a podcast. There's a giant poster inside. Are they bookworms? Pardon? Are they bookworms? Wait, the friends, are the friends bookworms? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yes, they are. <laughs> wow. Like the page I sent you, those two kids of bookworms. Yeah. We've got that page. We're trying to find a frame for that page, aren't we? We keep on taking it to the shops. We can't find one big enough for it. 
Right, do you want to speak a little bit about the book that we received in the post a few <laughs> weeks ago? What was this other book called that we got from Beatrice? Wonder. When it came through the post, how excited was you? Very excited. Beautiful, <laughs> 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 isn't it? <laughs> so what, what was your favourite bits in this book? My favourite bits were... About the marble, you thought that was really interesting, that, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the marble that you sent me. It's so beautiful. <laughs> I really love it. <laughs> that marble thing um, is because I, I've always carried a marble with me. Uh, my granddad gave me one before he died when I was four. And he gave me a, a green one, uh, quite big. And ever since it's been with me in my, in my backpack or in my pockets. And uh, one day I was looking through it when I was older and I saw that everything that I could see through the marble was upside down. And it was so funny to see how people were walking upside down and uh, how the buildings were turned around and everything. And I just thought that um, it was a really cool metaphor to carry that around um, because sometimes things don't look like we wish they looked like, uh, but just through looking through a glass like that marble, you can just change things around. Um, it's just a choice. So whenever you don't like what you're seeing, you can just pick the marble and turn it around and see it in a better way. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this same greenhouse in wonder is in the world in Once Upon the Unicorn Hall. <laughs> it is. Uh, it has a different uh, ceiling, as you can see. It's rounded, but it is the same one. <laughs> it's my dream, my dream uh, greenhouse. <laughs> Do you like greenhouses, Alice? Do you like greenhouses? Yeah. We haven't we haven't got one, have we, in our garden? Well, we've got a little tiny one, but you've visited some really big greenhouses, haven't you? Yes. Where have you visited them? Um, oh. In Hellingham Gardens. In Hellingham Gardens, yeah. So if, if um, you ever come to England and you go to Cornwall, there's a beautiful place called Hellingham Gardens where there were lost gardens in, in an after World, uh, World War II. They, the gardeners, unfortunately, didn't come home from the war and the gardens got lost. And, oh, and then wow. years later, um, someone inherited the land and they found the gardens. It was all just overgrown, but once they, they sort of chopped everything back they found all these lovely old greenhouses mm. and working sheds and old tools and it's it's all still there as it was but they preserved it but it's beautiful isn't it wow mm. so you've got really That's old tools awesome. there that sounds amazing i really gotta go there <laughs> and in, um, wow the eden project that's the biggest place in cornwall it's the biggest greenhouse you've been to isn't it mm. that one it's got a rainforest inside it <laughs> <laughs> wow whoa I've really got to go <laughs> thank you <laughs> so beautiful so you yeah, in my travel I try to go to all the greenhouses around have you been to yeah. Kew Gardens that's got a big one in there yeah in London. and Peterson Nurseries and Peterson Nurseries that's one oh no I haven't been yeah, that's, I think nice. in, um, 
I think Kew Gardens is the biggest, it's got the most glass. It's, I can't remember off the top of my head how many glass, how many panes of glass there is, but we sort of went there in the summer with your friends, didn't we? Yeah. And that was beautiful, that house, wasn't it? But that's just only in the Victorian gardens. That's right, it was in the Victorian gardens. Mm. That's all right. Wow. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably go. Maybe soon I'll go. Mm, <laughs> You've got some more questions about Wonder? Did you ever receive a letter from Hogwarts? Well, in a way I did. Um, but not like in the movies or in the books, in a different way. Um, I waited for more years than I would have wanted, um, but I do have one. I had one. <laughs> you never know. You wait. So Beatrice had to wait long, so, so you might have to wait for a long time as well. And I want to go in Ravenclaw. <laughs> and I've chose Ravenclaw. <laughs> well, you know, the hat selects... Um, whatever you actually want it's mm. okay <laughs> so there's a few characters in wonder that you want to ask some questions about wasn't there mm-hmm. do you want to describe this little lady to Beatrice so I wonder who this little person is so there's two of her one's straight and one's upside down she's got lots of frogs around her she's got a hat with a smiley face at the top and Lots of skeletons hanging down. Mm-hmm. Here's skeletons on. She's crouching down. Yeah. You, wanna, you wanted to know, what did you want to know about this little lady? Is she one of your characters in your books? Um, not for now. Um, maybe in the future. But she is a little girl that lives by her own in a swamp. <laughs> and she has a very amazing power. Um, but I can tell you more if you want. I could write you a letter and we can make a story together for her. How would you like that? I would love that. Okay, <laughs> we'll do that then. <laughs> so they're like... There's a group of children, isn't there? And they're trying to get dark magic. Mm-hmm. So... Do you think that they could live in the swamp as well, or do you think they don't live near the swamp? Do they live in the swamp or not? They could be the friends. Um, maybe they are some friends that go to visit her one day and discover the witch's house or the kid's <coughs> house. It doesn't have to be a witch necessarily. But um, maybe they could go visit and uh, and try to get dark magic to get into the swamp. How would you like that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We've got a story coming. There's lots of beautiful characters that you want to talk about, isn't there? What was this one? These are on page 90 and 91. These ones you saw, and you really loved these ones, didn't you? Yeah. Describe them. So, I can't describe them, they're so hard. (laughs) So, one of them sitting... What do you say this animal is? A sea dragon. A sea dragon, or maybe a wolf? A sea wolf. A sea wolf. Oh, his, his wife, isn't he? Yeah. And it looks like he might be... A little girl on top. Or a prince. And it has little things on her head and a crown, and a circle around it. 
Is she glowing? Yeah, so this one, there's a, yes. So one's got red eyes, a bit like frog eyes, aren't they? And she's glowing. And then on the other page, she's almost like a a unicorn eel, isn't it, that yeah, she's in trap yeah. with? And she's like a turquoise colour. And you love these two, don't you? Mm. Mm. Those are in a book or will be one day. And um, those creatures are called opalescent. And there's more of them. And the story has a kid also who's called Min. And she goes through a world where it's full of them. So maybe I'll do that one too in the future one day. <laughs> when I was going to do um, June and Unicorn, uh, it was those two options. I could do either the Unicorn one or, or this one with the glowing characters. Um, but I chose Unicorn one first and then maybe we'll do the, the glowing characters later. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> the little girl dancing one. The little girl drawing. Drawing and... And uh, who is reading World of the Witch's book? Is that you? It is. Uh, it was one of my favourite books when I was a kid. I read it once and over again. I, I really, really love that book. Do you, have you read it? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. I was just a bit <laughs> nervous in it. Yeah, <laughs> and then whenever I walked on the streets, I remember looking at everyone, being like, "Oh, will that be a witch?" Mm. <laughs> we saw someone a little while ago, didn't we? I can't remember what she had, and Alice's face she sort of looked at me, and I knew exactly what she was thinking. <laughs> I can't remember what I can't remember what the lady looked like now, but her face was just like, "Oh my goodness, my mate." Is this a witch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Just they're out there for sure. <laughs> really, uh, that was um, when we read The Witches. Mm. I think that was the first time you've ever really got scared, excited, and nervous about a book. Yeah. While I was, being, while I was reading it, wasn't you? It was, mm. it's, uh, it was quite amazing to read it twice <laughs> because. <laughs> She um, she just she was just enthralled with it. It was, it was quite lovely to read to her. Yeah, I remember feeling the same thing uh, when I when I was reading it. Well, when I was a kid, it was the first book that made me exactly what you said. I feel scared, excited, and uh, and also very into the book. Besides from all these like emotional adventures, yeah. Um, I remember sometimes just dropping the book because I was very scared. And then uh, just wanting to get back at it and like trying to just cope with that little fear and uh, and then seeing that it was actually okay. So <laughs> I think that's why it, it got stuck in my head and in my heart. I think because Alice, when the um, little boy changed into a mouse, you just want to know what's going to happen at the end already, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think it's You're the same quite thing. worried about that little boy, wasn't you? <laughs> <laughs> So she, um, in one of the pictures in Wonder, Alice wanted to know what the... The inspiration of Once Upon a, a Story, Storm, would it be another book? Will it be another Actually, that, um, that drawing gave the idea for the whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at the beginning, it was just going to be uh, June and Unicorn. And I I put that illustration on a PDF uh, along with other drawings to show the style of the book because we didn't have anything from, from June and Unicorn yet. And my my editor thought, oh, we really like this Once Upon a uh, Story Storm because it, it also had a story behind it. And she said, can we use that for the book and make it Once Upon a Unicorn Horn because it makes sense with the story that I had written and then make it into a series. And uh, we, we talked about it and we made it, we made it a thing. So that gave that gave the first idea for everything, but it does have a story behind it. And it's actually a poem. Um, it's a story, but it's in verse. So. You like poetry, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> if, there was a sto- if there was a real story storm, Alice, what do you think would happen in a story storm? That there was a storm outside, but all that came out of the storm was words. Like, <laughs> I mean... There. <laughs> there. Would you like a story storm? <laughs> yeah. Would you like to run in that storm? Would you? Yeah. Collecting all the letters. Here you are. Here you are. Here. <laughs> and then you can mix them up like puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> Pick them up in bags and just take them home and <laughs> put them together. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. I don't need to write in my. So I don't need to write sentences in in my um in my books in, <laughs> in schools, and then I can just go there, there. I can exactly. just place it on lines. <laughs> yes, stick it <laughs> with glue. <laughs> stick, stick, I lost again. Stick no glass. <laughs> yes. That would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> You got a few other questions? Yes. What's your favourite book? Oof, that is really, really, really hard. (laughs) Um, (coughs) I have so many. um, But if I had to recommend just one book to someone, I think it would be probably Peter Pan. What is yours? Um, We just we've not long finished Peter Pan, have we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I read a, a newer version of Peter Pan after reading the original one, and it was written just a bit more understandable um, to the mind in in a way that more modern. And it was taken, of course, from all, all the original um, Barry's uh, words, but it was changed a bit, so it was more. Um, like yeah, understandable by by especially children, and it was really great. One time I read Jane Berry's book of Peter Pan, and and I kept asking Mummy, "What does this word mean? What is this word? What does <laughs> yeah. that word mean?" Exactly, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> but um, but it's very nice to, to read it, all the story. The story's really nice. So and he writes very nice. It's just that the words sometimes are very complicated, as you said. Yeah. Yeah, they're a bit hard, weren't they? Some yeah. of them. But I like so you have... the bits that you open and 
called and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it was a nice book. Yeah, yeah that's a nice addition. <laughs> um, what What is your favourite book? Do you have one? <laughs> Once Upon a Unicorn Horse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> You always find it hard to answer that question as well sometimes, don't you? Because yeah. we read books and you just you get right into them, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, it happens all the time. Whatever you, you just finished and really loved, it's like, this is my favourite book ever. <laughs> and then it changes in the next book. Um, I had that same feeling with um, Ocean at the End of the Lane from Neil Gaiman. Um, I thought I think it's a bit more for uh, for more grown-ups, but um, just I don't know. Maybe in a few years, I would really recommend it to you, Alice. I really, really loved it. It's about two kids as well, and it's very beautiful. I mean, Neil Gaiman is so great in everything mm-hmm. he writes, um, but that one I really, really loved. Um, but yeah, so many, so many books very hard to pick and anything from Roald Dahl is always great I've recently read some of his more adult stories because I've always read the the stories he wrote for children Uh, but I have a book that's called uh, Cruelty but it's definitely for adults or uh, older kid Um, but it's so good the the way he writes and the way he describes things and it's just it's just it makes you just get stuck to the book. You can't pull it away. It's so great. I'll try and find that, shall we? Yeah. You know, when you're a bit older, you can read it. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favourite characters? From the history? Yeah, from oh. any um, other people's drawings or characters, yeah? Ooh. Uh. That is very, very hard. Um... <laughs> Oof, uh, for sure, Peter Pan is always a great character because of everything and all the metaphors and how he is, and I really relate to him. Um, I really like... I'm not sure if you've seen um, Big Hero 6. Yeah, you've seen it, haven't you? Yeah. I really like Baymax. <laughs> <laughs> especially when the time he tries to blow down and blow up yes (laughs) I really really like Baymax Um, um, ever since I was a kid I always liked how Pikachu looks like (laughs) I always wanted to have Pikachu with me (laughs) Um, but (laughs) that's another thing (laughs) but I think Peter Pan would be my favourite book character ever it's good choice. But it's hard. Yeah. What about yours? Uh-huh. Oh, you're not thought about answering your own questions, have you? No. About <laughs> all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Yes. Well, the, the good thing about being an author is that you can create new ones and those can become your favourites so easily because you pick, you pick how they're going to be. So that's pretty great, right? Yeah, but mostly my favourite characters because I'm taller. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Go and see it last Friday. It's like the fifth last Friday, didn't you? Oh, wow. You must have loved that. Yes, a lot. I didn't want it to stop. I was like, all I want to watch in my life is Matilda. <laughs> oh, when I was a kid, uh, I have a, a younger sister. She's called Alice. And she's four years younger than me. And every time she asked me, what film do you want to watch today? I said, Matilda, every time. So now, when, now that we're older, every time she says, should we watch a film I just look at her and she's like, not Matilda. Because <laughs> I just wanted to watch it all the time. And because um, I would relate to the character so much. And I'm sure you you do too, because I think we, we are alike a little bit. Mm. And uh, it, it was so cool to just see how Matilda is and just try to be like her right after. <laughs> and try to move things with my mind. And uh, <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> Can you move things with your mind yet? Can you move things with your mind? No. I have to really try hard. I can't move the stitch out that we've left at Christmas. <laughs> move, hat. Move. <laughs> well, whenever it moves, you'll get scared. So <laughs> be ready for that too. <laughs> All right. Yep. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> Who is your favourite author? Ooh. <laughs> oh, that is really hard. Um, <laughs> probably right now I have a battle in between Roald Dahl and Neil Gaiman. Um, but yeah, I'm not quite sure. Uh, but those two, I think, yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but I think they'll change tomorrow whenever I read the next book, <laughs> for sure. Um, what about yours? Mm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this is hard as well. <laughs> you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I think... We should write a story together. We could write it on our letters mm-hmm. and we can start it and then the other one can keep writing it and the other one can keep writing it and then we can make it into a little storybook and yeah. have a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So next time you ask that, ask that question, someone can say, Alice Branch is my favourite author. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that way you'll be like an, a new author in the book and everybody will know you. <laughs> the youngest author ever. <laughs> I'll be a little bit cheeky now. Can you be a little bit cheeky now? I don't know, can she be a little bit cheeky now? Because... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> make me into all of your characters, please? <laughs> of course. I'll do it. <laughs> I mean you kind of already won already. Because uh, all all the features um are kind of there. Um 
Maybe I'll show you. I'll show you soon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was very nice. You've got any other things you want to say to Beatrice? Can you think of anything else you want to say? (laughs) No. You sure? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much for talking to me, Beatrice. Thank you so much to you for talking to me. It was such a great, I had such a great time. (laughs) So we um we speak to Beatrice sometimes over on Instagram, don't we? Yeah. And um, I'm sure if anyone wants to go and look at Beatrice's lovely work, they can go over there and have a look, can't they? Yeah. I think what's your uh, Instagram account? Is it uh, is it just Beatrice Blue? It's uh, Beatrice dot Blue, I think. Yeah. And you can see all her lovely stuff over there. They should go and check that out. Should know people that are listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your nice dash does. Well, thank you very much, Beatrice. Thank Was there anything so you wanted to mention on mm, the podcast? Not really, no. just that um, everybody should listen to Alice's pod- podcasts, and uh, <laughs> she'll be one of the greatest authors of all time. I know that. <laughs> oh, that's really <pretty> nice. <laughs> She's having a bit of a coughing fit at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she gets better soon. That's very nice, isn't it? <laughs> Bitch, she could be one of the best authors of all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, so thank you very much. Bye. Thank you very much. <laughs> Have a great day. Talk soon. <laughs> so that was our, not my interview, that was your interview with Beatrice Play, wasn't it? Yeah. And, um, that was I thought it was you did a really good job because you were very nervous weren't you yeah and you was a bit under the weather but I think you did a really good job and it sounded like you enjoyed yourself and it sounded like Beatrice enjoyed herself as well yeah so I'm really pleased with that you should be very proud of yourself Mm. yeah yeah and you've been talking to Beatrice for quite a while now haven't you so but uh, you've been you've been uh, pen pals yeah haven't you for quite a while now and um that was the first time you, you'd spoken to her properly, wasn't it? Yeah. So I can understand why you were nervous, but um, I think you both did really well. And Mummy did a good job as well. So yeah. do you want to thank Mummy and Beatrice, please? Thank you very much, Beatrice and Mummy. <laughs> and um, just in case you, you didn't get that, um, Beatrice Blue has her book out now, which is called... What's about a unicorn horn? That's right. And that's available on places like Amazon and bookshops like Waterstones and Barnes and & Noble and places like that. So um, really recommend that book, don't you? Yeah. And another book called Wonder. Yeah, Wonder is something that Beatrice did on Kickstarter. So I don't think there's any more copies available to the public. That's a very special book you've got. Mm-hmm. Um so you might still be able to find one online, but I think we think that they've all sold out now. So, uh, but if you can get a copy of it, it is indeed mm. wonder, isn't it? Yeah, really, really good. Um, just to kind of fill you in, so Beatrice is originally from Spain, mm. isn't she? Mm. And when you first started talking to her, she lived in uh, Montreal. Yeah, she lived in Canada. And uh, she's currently back in Spain, mm. isn't she? And mm. she does a lot of travelling. Mm. So, um, yeah, it, 
but she's she's really nice to you and she's very kind. She sent you some lovely gifts, mm. like illustrations from her books mm. and, and things like that. And um, yeah, you really recommend her books, don't you? Mm. Yeah. Um, on the next episode, what are we going to talk about? I'm going to talk about the next books I'm going to read. And what else? Um, you, you talked about it a little bit on the Beatrice Blue, during the Beatrice Blue interview. Where did you go last week? To Matilda. Yeah. So not Matilda the book. You went to see Matilda. The musical. So we're going to talk about that on the next episode? Yes. Do you want to give everyone a little preview of what you thought about it? No. <laughs> You're teasing everyone, <laughs> aren't you? Yes. You're teasing everyone. So um, thank you for listening. What do you want to say? And I can't wait to do my next one. You've already just done this one. You're already thinking about the next episode. <laughs> Are you? Yes. Oh, my goodness. You're going to be podcasting every day soon. <laughs> I mean, you're not because Daddy hasn't got enough time to edit. <laughs> but is there anything you want to say to the listeners? No. No? I will. Um, thank you for listening <laughs> and uh, for, for supporting Alice so far. <laughs> and... Um, We'll be back with another episode in a couple of weeks mm. where we'll talk about your newest books that you've read and... I hope you enjoy it. Matilda. Yes. <laughs> he looked at me like, what am I going to say? <laughs> he says something completely different. <laughs> so, do you want to say goodbye to everybody? about being an old that's what you just asked <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that <laughs> <laughs>